We're joined in studio by David Moore of Astronomy Ireland uh, and they're holding their Christmas lecture tomorrow in Trinity College Dublin. And they've somebody coming over to talk about Ireland's role in proving Einstein's general theory of relativity, no less. Tell me more. It's, it's even more interesting than that because it's how Einstein became famous. There were lots of other great scientists around the turn of the 20th century. They did work on quantum mechanics, and which sounds very esoteric, but it's the stuff that makes the transistors in your smartphones work. It's a multi-trillion dollar industry, and some of them got Nobel Prizes, but they're not household names. And the reason Einstein is famous, and there's a very nice Irish link we'll be talking about at the lecture tomorrow night, is that he predicted that that Newton, whose theory had reigned for 200 years beforehand, was wrong, and that this new theory of general relativity was right. And this was just at the end of the First World War. So this, the Germans and the English weren't getting on well at all after yes. that. Anything German uh, was poo-pooed. Uh, so for the English to actually prove that a German scientist was right and uh, an English scientist was wrong, the great Isaac Newton, was a huge story at the time. And it catapulted Einstein to international stardom. He was front page of the newspapers, a bit because of the science. It was a great theory. He got the Nobel Prize for it, after all. Uh, uh, well, for some of his work. Yeah. And uh, the fact that it was the Germans being uh, overturning the Englishman is what really made him famous. And that's why we all know about Einstein today. And what, what connection is there with us? Well, the eclipse expedition that went to see an eclipse in South America and Western Africa was organised by partly by the Royal Irish Academy and also uh, by Eddington in uh, Britain. And they <coughs> went, one of the teams went to Brazil and they took some Irish-made components with them. In fact, there's a thing called a celostat, which is a mirror that aims the, the light from the sun into your telescope so you don't have to move a big bulky telescope around because they wanted to measure the starlight arcing around the sun very accurately. It was at the limit of the technology of the time. So the Irish built that. It was made in Rathmines, in fact, by the company of Grubb Parsons, who were originally from Burr, where we have the world's biggest telescope, beautifully right, restored yeah. recently. Yeah. And uh, also as a lens as, as well, which is called the Einstein lens, and that'll actually be on display. Our friends in the Dublin Institute for Advanced Studies are bringing it along tomorrow night for everyone to see, because this year is the 100th anniversary of that 1919 eclipse. So there's two nice pieces of equipment linking in. Without them, the, the, uh, the measurements couldn't have been done that accurately. So we have a very proud heritage in making Einstein famous. So we made Einstein. Effectively, yes. If those <laughs> lenses and seal stats all know that? <laughs> didn't, and, and didn't exist, we might not be here today talking about them. And how could they tell who was right? I mean, I, we all studied Newton in school. Yeah, yeah. Well, you do Newton for what? Uh, leaving certificate. But yeah. when you get to that first university, you start to learn about the theory of, of relativity, the special theory and the general uh, theory, which is much more complicated. And the general theory deals with gravity and accelerations. And uh, if you look at the way starlight should bend, the way Newton predicted it, it would be one tiny amount. But if you look at general relativity, it'd be twice that. So that was a nice, simple test, if it's twice. The effect that Newton said, and Einstein is right, Newton's wrong. Um, to be fair to Newton, he's not quite wrong. It's just in very extreme circumstances, the rel theory relativity turns out to be the accurate one. And Newton's, if you like, is the first approximation. So it's measuring how much the stars were out of place uh, is all they really had to do. And there have been lots of other tests since. For instance, if you found your way here today with SatNav, the GPS satellites we use, if we didn't allow for the theory of general relativity, 
over the course of a day, your position would be out by about 10 kilometres because the clocks on those satellites, 20,000 kilometres sure above the Earth. you've used in Dublin recently. <laughs> <laughs> they're... Uh, they're their clocks are actually going, uh, is it slower or faster? I think their one's going slower. Uh, no, we're going slower down here on the Earth because we're close to the Earth's centre, so we have more gravity down here. Gravity Isn't slows time Isn't there a military up. decision between east and west on messing up those clocks? Yeah, originally, uh, you might be thinking of the James Bond movie where one of the villains wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but originally it was a military system and they deliberately fudged the, the signal so that you couldn't get an accurate position. That, that's what I mean, yeah. But they was realising it was so commercially useful that they turned that off and now it's available to the whole world. But it was originally a $10 billion military project. But the Europeans, and Ireland's a member of the European Space Agency, are building their own a more accurate satellite navigation system called Galileo. There are 27 satellites, so 28 satellites. There were 27 member states anyway. Each satellite's named after a child in each country. Adam is the guy from Swords who we um, we did a competition with Don Conroy for a painting competition to name a satellite after. This kid in Swords has got a billion dollar, or a billion euro, we're Europeans, billion euro satellite named after him. That's not bad, I no, guess. No, it's not bad, isn't it? Nice, piece, nice claim to fame. Yeah. Did I waste my time studying Newton? <laughs> I was no, just going uh, to say there'll be a clatter of Leaving Cert students in tomorrow morning <laughs> to their teachers going, you're teaching us stuff that we don't even need and it's not even right. And I heard it on Marion yesterday. <laughs> well, to a, as I said, to a first approximation, uh, to actually a very accurate approximation, Newton is right. It's only when speeds get crazy uh, that the relative, relativistic effects have to be taken in. So even in the solar system where the planets, we're moving at 60,000 more, 70,000 miles an hour around the sun as we speak. Uh, and even that speed is not really significant. But Mercury, which is three times closer to the sun than I was going around even faster, uh, it's, it, it its positions, they already had measured them around the time of Einstein and realised there's something wrong with the orbit of Mercury. And again, the theory of relativity explained that. The base of the planet Mercury gets heavier because it's going around the sun so fast. And that affects the way the gravity works and the way you predict its position. Right. Is there much interest in Ireland in astronomy at the moment? The biggest in the world. Astronomy Ireland is the world's most popular astronomy oh, club. Oh. And without There's modesty <laughs> for you. <laughs> without tooting our own horn too much, it's because the Irish invented space exploration. We give talks in schools all over the country. I'd hate to see if you did try to toot your horn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll toot all of our horns even, even louder because Newgrange is the oldest astronomically aligned building anywhere in the world. It's probably 6,000 years ago, it's not quite that old, people were studying the stars and they built this 200,000 tonne monument without a single metal tool. That's probably like a contractor today building at least uh, a major town, if not all of Dublin. Why did they take that Our trouble? That puts or them... children. <laughs> <laughs> or several children's hospitals. They built it in hospitals. Mead, so, you know, not ideal. They built it in Mead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably get planning permission there easier. <laughs> the, um, that puts the pyramids in the, down... Oh, yeah. The pyramids are a thousand years younger than Newgrange. You hear all these documentaries about Stonehenge and the pyramids. They're nearly a thousand years after Stonehenge. The Irish were doing it first. And I already mentioned the telescope in Burr in County Offaly. That was the biggest telescope in the world when Lord Ross finished it in 1845, just as the famine was starting. In fact, he gave up using it to help with famine relief. But for about 50 years, people, astronomers from all around the world, came to Ireland, despite our weather, to look through this giant telescope. And only in the early 20th century were modern telescopes with photography developed, which have gone on yeah. to, to, to take over now. But even today... It was a great leap of imagination, wasn't it? Oh, yes. I mean, it, at the time, bigger telescopes had been built and they were trying to figure out 
when we build a bigger telescope, some of these fuzzy objects we see in the sky turn out to be made of stars. And if we built big enough telescopes, would we find they're all made of stars? And some people thought there were actually other galaxies, island universes, as they called them, uh, which, of course, we all know now there, there are and they're expanding throughout the universe. But back then, they were helping to to figure out where our place in the cosmos. And even now, Ireland's just joined the European Southern Observatory, and that gives us access to the biggest telescope the world has ever built. The Americans are trying to build one, not as big as the Europeans, but we Europeans are going to build a, a bigger one than they are anyway. It should be online in about five years. It's costing over a billion euros, and Irish scientists will have access to it. Great news for young kids, because our economy now is based on science and technology. 60%, agriculture around the 10% mark, even the construction industry at the height of the Celtic tiger was only 20%. So science is very important. That's what we love telling kids in, in, in schools. And astronomy is a great, great gateway okay. science into a great career. Tell me about it tomorrow. It's in Trinity College Dublin in the Fitzgerald building, which has a nice link to the relativity we'll explain tomorrow. Uh, everyone is welcome. Although it's in the university and it's being given by Professor Peter Coles, it's not an academic lecture. It's for the general public who want to know more about Einstein, the historical expedition. It'll be great fun. There'll be that Einstein lens as well to see. There's even a Christmas party afterwards if you can come along. My goodness. Go to our website, astronomy.ie. You'll get more details, the exact building it, in Trinity. It's your lack of fun. confidence about all of this. <laughs> anyway, well, we've been listen. doing this for a while. We're 30 years old next right, year, yeah. so we should have got okay. it right by now. Is it free? entry? No, there's a, a charge of children, uh, students, OAPs, five euros and ten euros for adults. Okay, listen, thank you very, very much indeed for coming in and indeed